Chapter 64 Lawless Law A recent news item stated that a court in Kirby, Great Britain, ruled against Amanda Egan, age 10, who was crossing over a crosswalk on roller skates. A truck struck her, but the court ruled, because Amanda had been on wheels, she lost her rights as a pedestrian and had no right to the pedestrian crossing or to damages. Of course, had Amanda been skating elsewhere in the street when struck, she would have also lost, because the court would have ruled that she had no right to the street. The court, in this case, because of a technicality, the wheels, deprived Amanda Egan of justice. The court was lawless in the name of the law. The law was used to pervert the purpose of the law. We should not be surprised at this. Last month, a state official told me that the law itself means little. If, he said, quote, I owe you a thousand dollars, it makes little difference whether you have my signed note for it or just my word. The note is worth only as much as my word is. If you go to court against me, it will cost as much or more to win, and the winning is no guarantee that you can collect. The note and the law are no better than your character and mine. End quote. This is the heart of the matter. If men are not godly, the best-intentioned laws can serve ungodly and lawless ends. This was true in Amanda Egan's case and in many other cases. The law becomes a force for lawlessness when the people and the courts are ungodly. To trust or hope that a new law is the answer is to be a fool. I know people who have spent years and money agitating for new laws to remedy all manners of problems, and they cannot understand why matters get worse. They insist on believing that another election and another law will somehow solve the problem. The psalmist wisely saw the issue. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Psalm 127, 1. New and good laws without new and godly men are like houses with roofs, but neither walls nor foundations. They cannot stand. We have some bad laws on our books in America, but also thousands of good ones. We were a godly people before we passed many of those laws. We have neither been made better nor preserved from ungodliness by having them. Laws are good in their place, but first and last, we need godly men, and soon, God give us men. The Author Rusus John Rushdoony, 1916-2001, was a well-known American scholar, writer, and author of over 30 books. He held B.A. and M.A. degrees from the University of California and received his theological training at the Pacific School of Religion. An ordained minister, he worked as a missionary among Paiute and Shoshone Indians, as well as a pastor to two California churches. He founded the Calcinan Foundation, an educational organization devoted to research, publishing, and cogent communication of a distinctively Christian scholarship to the world at large. His writing in The Calcedon Report and his numerous books spawned a generation of believers active in reconstructing the world to the glory of Jesus Christ. Until his death, he resided in Vallecito, California, where he engaged in research, lecturing, and assisting others in developing programs to put the Christian faith into action. The Ministry of Chalcedon Chalcedon, 
is a Christian educational organization devoted exclusively to research, publishing, and cogent communication of a distinctively Christian scholarship to the world at large. It makes available a variety of services and programs, all geared to the needs of interested ministers, scholars, and laymen who understand the propositions that Jesus Christ speaks to the mind as well as the heart, and that his claims extend beyond the narrow confines of various institutional churches. We exist in order to support the efforts of all Orthodox denominations and churches. Chalcedon derives its name from the Great Ecclesiastical Council of Chalcedon, A.D. 451, which produced the crucial Christological definition, quote, Therefore, following the Holy Fathers, we all with one accord teach men to acknowledge one and the same Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at once complete in Godhead and complete in manhood, truly God and truly man, end quote. This formula directly challenges every false claim of divinity by any human institution, state, church, cult, school, or human assembly. Christ alone is both God and man, the unique link between heaven and earth. All human power is therefore derivative. Christ alone can announce that, quote, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Matthew 28:18. Historically, the Chalcedonian Creed is therefore the foundation of Western liberty, for it sets limits on all authoritarian human institutions by acknowledging the validity of the claims of the one who is a source of true human freedom. Galatians 5.1 The Chalcedon Foundation publishes books under its own name and that of Ross House Books. It produces a magazine, Faith for All of Life, and a newsletter, the Chalcedon Report, both bi-monthly. All gifts to Chalcedon are tax-deductible. For complimentary trial subscriptions or information on other book titles, please contact Chalcedon, Box 158, Vallecito, California, 95251, USA. www.chalcedon.edu this audio version of A Word in Season, Daily Messages on the Faith for All of Life, Volume 3, by R.J. Rushjani, has been produced by Reconstructionist Radio and narrated by Dan and Becky Knopp. Please visit calcedonstore.com to purchase a copy of this book. That's C-H-A-L-C-E-D-O-N store dot com.